On today's episode, we will be discussing different reasons why your team may not be performing. As you may be aware, everyone in a management position is not a leader. This is a reality that may be costly to a company. According to a Gallup poll, actively disengaged employees cost U.S. companies between $450 to $550 billion in lost productivity per year. Can your company afford this loss? If the answer is no, it's time for a diagnosis. Ask the following questions. Is the team performing? Is the team morale low? Is the team disengaged? If the answer to these questions are yes, then it's time to start exploring the reasons for the team's low performance, low morale, and disengagement. To start the search for our answers, let's start with the person you know best, yourself. This is not a blame the leader episode as opposed to the episode's title. Instead, it's about beginning to explore ways that you are contributing to the success or failure of your team. Here are three things to ask yourself that will determine your role in their performance. First, do you know your team members? The initial answer may be, of course I do. I hire them and see them daily. That is not where you need to focus. Of course you know their name and what they look like, but do you know what they are passionate about? What are their life aspirations? Who are the important people in their life? Or let's start with an easy one. What is their favorite color? If you do not know this, the first thing on your list should be to find out their favorite color. This may be so trivial, and of course you have better things to do than to find out about colors, but this is an opportunity to open the door to have deeper conversations about who is the most important people in their life, or what are their life goals and ambitions. If you have never had a personal conversation with your team members before, try and see what happens. To have these conversations, Ensure they are genuine. They will know if it's just another check on your to-do list. Actively listen, meaning listen with curiosity and genuine interest. Avoid the urge to jump in and speak. Give them their time and then feel free to share common interests or personal items you are comfortable with sharing. These conversations should happen in a one-on-one setting. Remember, The point is to get to know them individually on a deeper level. Once you've had that initial personal conversation, remember to check in from time to time. Just like with any other relationship, you will need to work at maintaining it. An example of a quick check-in is if they've shared a loved one is ill or if they've had something exciting coming up, Follow up in a few days to check in how that situation is coming along. The goal is for you to have an understanding of who your team members are, as well as for them to trust that you care about them at a deeper level than just another working bee. This will also help you coach to that person's style. We will discuss this in great detail at a later time. The second, have you set clear expectations? 
When asked, can your team state quantifiable expectations? Sometimes as leaders, specifically those who lead smaller organizations, go crazy because the team is not performing. But what oftentimes gets missed is the fact that the expectations were not clear. As an example, does your team know how many times a year they can miss work without any repercussions? Or was the expectation to be here most of the time? Well, what does most of the time mean? To me, it can mean three days out of the week. To someone else, it may mean five hours out of an eight-hour day. And to others, seven months out of the year. Yes, this is extreme. But most of the time is not a quantifiable metric. It leaves it open to each person's interpretation, which may not align with yours. Another example, performance metrics. How does your team know they have accomplished something? How do you know someone's underperforming? Or are you constantly calling someone out based off of what you think they should be doing? No, not you. You would not do such a thing. Since this is not you, I challenge you to meet with your team in person on a one-on-one setting or team meeting and ask them what their monthly metrics are. See how many people can tell you. Based on their response, you can take the opportunity to reset expectations to ensure everyone is on the same page. Before your meeting with the team, take the time to review them yourself. This will help you determine if your current expectations align with your company's mission and vision statements. If not, it gives you the opportunity to make necessary changes that align with the company's mission and vision. Once you are confident the metrics match up with your company's purpose, share them with the team. Metrics expectations should be something you discuss with your team constantly. It can be done month to day it can be a month to day assessment on a weekly basis or in a monthly in-depth discussion this to help figure out if someone is on track to their yearly performance do this whether your team consists of 15 people or one person the more team the more the team knows about the expectations the more they will strive to meet those expectations in turn making them productive Third thing that will help you determine the role you have been playing in your team's success is asking, do you know yourself? Start by asking yourself some questions. These are things you want to reflect on. So if you need to listen to this podcast again, you can, or pause after each question to reflect on your own response. What is the reason you are in leadership. What is your favorite thing about leadership? What do you like least about leadership? How do you react under pressure? Do you address conflict or do you avoid conflict? 
Don't be shy to answer these questions honestly. The more honest you are with yourself, the faster you will get to your desired outcome. The more you resist, the more time you will spend in the same spot. As the leader, you need to be sure in yourself when leading the team. The team will look to you for direction. If you're sweeping things under the rug, your team will do the same. If you are disengaged, the team will also be disengaged. Ask yourself, what vibe do you bring to the team? High-producing teams have high morale, engagement, and trust. Are you someone who says, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee? Or are you the person who walks in and saying good morning to everyone? Do you have reasons to celebrate in the office? Holidays, birthdays, or just because day? Or is the office environment a sit-down-and-work environment? If Carrie is planning her daughter's wedding and has talked about it for months, the day is finally here. On Monday, do you check in to ask how everything turned out? Or what wedding? I didn't even know that was happening. Your answers to these questions do not determine whether you are a good person or not. They do not determine if you're a good leader either. What they do is bring clarity to your current situation. Based on the responses to the multiple questions, you can start changing behavior and start focusing on activities that will help boost morale and engagement. According to a Forbes article, highly engaged teams show 21% greater profitability. What would this mean to the company? Recognize you have the power to lead highly productive teams just by letting your team members know you care and you are invested in them. I hope these nuggets can help you and your team succeed. If you have questions, email me at thephoenixleaders at gmail.com and I will answer them for you to help you continue in your leadership journey. Till next time, have a great week.